This is the business of sports. Should Major League Baseball shorten up the season? How do we present football to the audience of the future? I don't think that most players understand the power that they have. Michael Barr. The future of IndyCar racing is looking bright. Scott Soshnick. Very basic math here. More bidders means more money. Evan Novi williams The team value has essentially quadrupled. And the leaders in the sports industry. Time to bring in our guest, Hal Steinbrenner. National Hockey League Commissioner Gary Bettman. Atlanta Braves President Derek Schiller. Patriots President Jonathan Kraft. Bloomberg Business of Sports. From Bloomberg Radio. Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Evan Novi williams And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. <laughs> Here we go. He's Where... We, we. Hey, oh. and he was looking at his phone. And really, we. We, the huge welcome back. Woohoo, Medina. Medina's back in the saddle. Welcome, you were missed. Thank you. I feel so loved. It's true, true. It just wasn't the same. Love you, man. It's true. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the, well, boys, the boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. See, see, see. Yeah, Colin we tried to get, we tried to get like Colin that. and yeah. Jessica on the air. They're yeah. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't sing like that, man. It, uh, hey, we're going to explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Can we? Wait, before we begin with the issues, though, yeah. can we begin with what we were talking about before we went on air? Because she was just singing, and I was like, wow, what a beautiful voice. You know who else had a really good voice? Medina, who else? Medina, who else had a, had a really good voice? The singer behind Frozen. Because Frozen live, right. something happened, and they weren't live, so we were discussing it, which brought up John Travolta. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about Rent, and then Rent wasn't live, and right. then that brought, came the Frozen. Adina Mandel and Tay Diggs, right? She they came on and performed Seasons of Love. So right. I mean, there was a reason why we got there, but then it all brought us back to John Travolta. Adele Dazin. <laughs> Adele Dazin. <laughs> <laughs> Even I know Adina Menzel now. That sounds like. Well, oh. I feel really bad about that because a lot of people gave him like a hard time. But allegedly, I don't know, something happened when he was reading it. I don't know if they say that. I think he has dyslexia. Like, legit. And I'm not even just saying that to like make a joke, but that's what he said happened. I, I don't know. I just figure if you're giving an award, like you know whose award, you know what you're presenting before you go out, you kind of need to know the winner. And I, I, unless it's like a big surprise, he opens it up and says, ah, ah, "Give me a phonetic." I, I I don't know. But anyway, it's, it was just funny. Adele, what, what was it again? One more time. Adele Dazin. Adele Dazin. Adina Menzel became Adele Dazin. <laughs> and there's Evan Jacobs. Adele Dazin is a good name. It is a good name. I, like I, I hope an Adele Dazin does something great one day. We, we love you, John Travolta. We do. Vinny Barbarino. <laughs> uh, NFL Revenue. Uh, the question about this is uh, they're saying that they're bullish about the $25 billion revenue goal. As of course the Super Bowl is coming. Well, we, we had is Brian Rollap on the show, and he this said it was more. Story about yeah, it. he said it was more aspirational when Roger Goodell said he'd like to have twenty five billion in revenue by twenty seven. But Evan and I took a little uh, a little dive into what are the possibilities that the NFL gets there, and led by the revenue streams, of course the media. That's number one in pro sports leagues and teams these days. Is always the media. You've got the digital players growing. You've got OTT growing, and Mark Gannis, uh, a consultant who's also been on the show, I believe told us that he sees a billion-dollar digital package, rights fee increases across the linears of more than 50%. Then you add the legalized sports betting world, which the NFL has only put a little toe in, but when they dive into the deep end. And all that said, Evan, we're saying 
it's not just aspirational. There's a real good shot if the NFL gets to 25 billion. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they're at 15 right now. That's that's 10 billion over what, the next eight years or so. See the value um, he gives you. He knew 15 to 25 right there. He did 10 billion in his head. That's why, that's why in his head. For 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 all those reasons you mentioned, Scott, certainly gambling feels like a, a massive one. Once you know more states come on board, and and once the NFL decides it wants to embrace it a little more than it already has, I think we agree that both those things are going to happen uh, at some point in the next couple of years. We even said um, when, not if. Exactly when the when, NFL yeah. embraces when, it yeah. for the, a fully uh, a full market. And yeah. then you know we talk about this a lot on the show. The changing media landscape certainly seems as though uh, having more bidders is going to be a positive for premium sports content. Uh, nothing is more premium than the NFL. It is dominant. Uh, Michael, we talked about this a couple weeks right. ago. You know, top 100 TV shows of the year in 2018. 65 of them, I believe, were NFL 50. shows. Yeah, 45 yeah, of 50 were NFL e- this even year. Even a higher percentage when you get to the top 50. Um, the Super Bowl this week will be the most watched TV show of the year, as it always is. Uh, the NFL is is premium with a capital P content-wise, and that's going to mean more money. And I know people say, I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl this year. The Patriots always are there. And the ra- people are going to watch the Super Bowl. Of course, they're going to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it is the, as he said. It's you know, give me the match finale. It's the, it's the number one show of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, all said, it it's about how do you reach that younger demographic? And Brian Rollup said again the tie-in with Fortnite, and it was the game creators that went to the NFL, that which I brilliant. which I found interesting. That it wasn't the NFL seeking that deal it was the other way around, right, right. which shows you the power. Hey, you know, we know even the kids will like these skins. And I told Brian, I think we led the show off with my son forcing me to buy him the NFL uniforms. Oh, you did? He, oh, because right I had to buy the Lions one. Which one did you buy? Jackson, I, and this will make Edmund very happy. He doesn't have an allegiance to a football team, but he thought the Jaguars uniform was pretty cool. Hey, look at that. So yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I, and once again, notice I said Jaguars, not Jaguars. I don't know how that ever happens. Appreciate but he, it. He, yeah, he liked the Jaguars uniform. So I, I don't know how much I forked over twenty bucks. I, I don't know what it was. I but I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, whatever. He did well on his tests, so he got that was his little reward. That was nice of you. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. Good. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, even Lowe said, look, let's face it, the NFL is dominant. The NFL, and another storyline to watch, by the way, in the Super Bowl, Lowe's, NFL sponsor, doing business in Atlanta, Home Depot's town. That's so, kind of like... And there's so, another one, right, Debbie? Yeah, there's Pepsi is an NFL partner, yeah. and they're, you know, they've got signs all over Atlanta, and Atlanta is, you know, Coke is, uh, Coke is one of the biggest, if not the biggest uh, company in Atlanta. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, fun little marketing rivalries that are happening around the Super Bowl. Tying back to the NFL as a whole, Lowe's is the eighth, seventh or eighth new partner the NFL has signed in the past, uh, in the past 11, 12 months. Um, sponsorship is a much smaller part of NFL revenue than... TV uh, or ticket sales or anything big like that, but you know, just another sign that in the corporate world, despite you know some kinds of controversy that the NFL has gone through recently, whether it's anthem policy, whether it's you know the the political leaning of its owners, whether it's uh, concussions, drama, yeah. yeah, there 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 are some there are some headwinds for the league right now. But in spite of all that, that the major metrics, your ratings, your your sponsorships, your dollars, etc., those are all, all all trending in the right direction for Roger. By the way, I'm going to put it on my Twitter account at Big Bar Sports. Big the Bar, old, the old "Who's going to win the Super Bowl this Sunday?" Oh, that's it. Just the question: the who's New England win? Patriots. That's the question. Or going? the Los Angeles? Oh, you wish you put another better one. Yeah, give me some prop bets. Give me something. Give okay, me some, give me some fun. here's a prop Length bet. Length of the uh, anthem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two minutes. Do, yeah. But the, but I can't put that in. 
I, let's put it this way. Here's a prop bet. Will LA's Todd Gurley go over at least 60 yards? Is that the is 60 the over under? I believe it's around that. Amount. I, I say over you. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Over maybe he barely see? got used in the conference yeah. championship. But see, I, I think he's hurt. But that's another oh. story. I'm not going to. Then I did two not weeks. Know. Will well, I think that he's still hurt because okay. he was hurt earlier. Oh, but, okay. But see, anyway, I don't so, know these but I'm going to put that up there. Okay. So that's, I'll put that one up there then. I, I I look forward to the nine responses. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> in a five four <laughs> decision. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Was that was that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> he said was that, that out loud. Was that in the I microphone? Did. Oh, sure. oh, sorry. <laughs> I did. You know what? I put the one up there about who's going to advance to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And all five people said. There we go. You know, I'm I just said a five-four decision. I'm saying, Patriots. man. What else we got? Uh, let's move on to. Uh, hey. Yes. Pac-12 conference. They have hired Rain. Yeah, this Rain was group. fun. This was fun. And, and and just by chance, you know, we we happen to have Colin Neville on the show. Yeah last week and uh he he certainly has seen his share of sports business activity but interesting in the fact that the pac-12 usc ucla stanford this is not a small conference power five but the way they structured their media deals is that they chose to go it alone and they, they have a lot of expenses because of the networks um staffing uh real estate so Due to that, they don't distribute, the conference does not distribute as much money to its schools as, let's say, the Big Ten or the SEC or coming soon, even the ACC because of the money coming from the network there. Uh, it's starting to see some results on the field. You know, It's starting to hurt the on-field in the revenue sports, the basketball, the football. So they're looking ahead to 2024 when their deals expires. And what the, what the Pac-12 will tell you is we own everything. We own all of our assets all of our rights, which is going to be a big advantage come 2024 in a world where media is changing. Yeah, and there's increasing pressure on the Pac-12 as, as a conference. If, if you're the athletic director at, let's say, Stanford, you're, you're looking at Alabama and Georgia and, and SEC schools sharing $42 million dollars. Uh, in shared money every year. Uh, the the Big Ten, once their new media deals kick in this year, they're going to be sharing over 40, well over $40 million. Uh, Pac-12 schools are sharing $30 million right now, and, and the projections are not shooting up, at least in the, in the near term, until the next TV deals are up. Uh, so, you know, schools, uh, as you're trying to compete in, in football and basketball, as Scott said, uh, if you're seeing a significant gap between the, the money that your conference is sharing versus the money that other big conferences are sharing, uh, that becomes frustrating. Uh, and the Pac-12 has always said uh, that, that they're playing the long game. You know, they, they, they structured their deal, their, their media network, in a way that they own the whole thing. There's no partner with Fox. There's no partner with ESPN, as we've seen other, other, other conferences do. And the side, the side effect of that is that there's not as much money right now. They're, they're spending a lot of money you know, in carriage fees and trying to figure out all the network stuff that, that partners could usually kind of handle. And the big question is, yes, in 2024, when this new deal is up, uh, as we talked about with the NFL, premium rights are going to see an increase. Um, if the Pac-12 can stay premium, which it certainly seems like it could, um, if there is a big payday on the end of it, they will see bigger spoils than other conferences. It's just a question of when that happens and if it happens. Well, I like to ask both of you guys, Pac-12, right now, they're the only collegiate sports conference to own and control its own media company. Why is that only in the Pac-12? Why haven't the other conferences 
caught on to that. Well, the the way that I mean, every major conference has or wants to have its own network, um, but the the structure for most other conferences has been to partner. So the Big Ten network launched almost ten years ago now, maybe a little more as a partnership with Fox. You know, SEC network a couple years ago is a partnership with ESPN. ACC network, which is launching later this year, is also a partnership with ESPN, um, and that is you know that that gives those networks uh, partial rights right that, that, that means that those conferences don't have the full control over their rights that the Pac-12 does. and there's a reason why Syracuse University hired you know an ESPN executive John Wildack as their AD because that looming network is so important to the conference as a whole that he's sort of spearheading those talks that he comes from the cable TV world interestingly though there was a report in the Oregonian that said the Pac-12 was perhaps thinking about selling a, a 10% stake in whatever this media entity will be to a private equity. In talking to Larry Scott, my guess is that it's not just going to be a private equity firm because a private equity firm brings money. That's it. What they want is a strategic partner. A lot of what the Yankees are doing in their yes buyback, they're looking at partnering with Amazon. They're looking for a strategic partner that can bring other assets, not only the money, but can bring some sort of expertise in the new world order, and let me tell you, this is a big, long bet on OTT, direct-to-consumer, whatever you want to talk. That is what this is. It's a bet on OTT. So think of some sort of partner that can give them some cash now, which alleviates sort of that stress on the programs because that, that cash can be distributed, as well as building equity and value in the venture with a strategic partner like an Amazon. I'm not saying Amazon's involved, but like an Amazon. And this dovetails well with another one of the Pac-12's big and expensive initiatives, which is Asia, you know, just by, by virtue of their geography, the PAC 12 is on the West coast. Um, and also the, the, the student makeup of most of their schools, uh, they have seen, you know, a, pushing their brand in Asia as, as a significant business opportunity and one that might not pay off in 2019 and 2020, but maybe in 2024 and 2025. Um, and again, obviously uh, Asia is a big digital population and and uh, you're not going to be signing big cable deals uh to reach fans in china but you are going to be signing digital deals in china so you know the, the big digital push also pays off theoretically uh in parts of asia where you know there's tremendous uh numbers the market size is huge and a lot of sports you know that, that are not as popular in in america but but the pac-12 schools do well at um those are other sports that, that, that may have bigger viewership in, in other parts of the world Speaking of investment funds, another story you guys are all over. The owners of the New York Jets and the San Francisco 49ers, they are teaming up in a new $115 million investment fund by Sapphire Ventures. It really is amazing that we have enough time to come and do this with Barr. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, you guys are on it. Well, you know, I, this is all I'm going to add on this one, Evan, then you can take it away. Uh, if anybody likes chicken, Try <laughs> try the chicken. Evan and I shared dirt in chatting with the the partners at Sapphire. Evan and I, on their advice and their counsel, chose the chicken for two at the Nomad Hotel. I would strongly suggest one, you eat a little something ahead of time because it's really not enough for us. But get the chicken at the Nomad Hotel. It was very good. Now, Evan, what talk about the investment opportunity. I co-sign that, and if the Nomad <laughs> wants to help sponsor the podcast, they can reach out to us. Uh, free advertising right there. Pollo. Uh, <laughs> Pollo para dos, por favor. 
Uh, yeah, so Sapphire Venture is a, a, a big uh, VC firm out on the West Coast, $2.5 billion under, under management. Um, they just launched a new fund, Sapphire Sport. Uh, it's a $115 million fund. The the investors that are in it already, some of the biggest names in sports, Michael, you mentioned a few of them already. The Jets, owners of the 49ers, AEG is in there, Adidas is in there, Major League Baseball is in there, a few different NHL teams, the, the San Jose Sharks, the owner of the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's a, it's, it's an impressive group of people. Uh, they're looking, obviously, to, to make money, but also kind of looking for tech, media, businesses like that, that 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 aren't in sports right now but can be applicable in sports so they're, they're kind of hoping to bridge the gap between uh sports teams out there leagues out there that are looking for kind of new ways to reach uh to, to reach fans for new ways to, to to reach customers and the tech that might not be in sports yet um but but is able to uh to, to come over and help those companies is this a marriage that i see for esports so yeah, the as a good example, their first investment was a, a, a game maker game, Phoenix Labs, um, kind of at the same time that we saw so many traditional sports ownership groups investing in esports teams and esports leagues because esports is a, is a mushrooming business right now. Uh, these guys, you know, they, they looked around and they said, you know, I think we actually want to invest in a in, in a uh, publisher, maybe find the company that's going to make the next Fortnite. Uh, so that's where they put their money. So that's a good example. It's a they're looking at you know companies that that may have a product or an idea that is applicable within the broader sports world but is but isn't quite there yet you guys are on it period we are i'm saying man i, I just wanted to let you know so by the way who do you think will win the super bowl by the way the team with more points at the end mm. Oh man, that's a that's solid, solid guess. <laughs> Wait, is that kind of like? Are you like kind of pleading the fifth with that answer? Or? Oh, I'm like, I, who's gonna win that? I kept that. Come I, on, man. When, when you haven't watched more than two games all year, and I, you know, I'm in a hockey rink 99 of my weekend, so it's it's not like nothing against the NFL or the others. I just don't see a lot of it. Like this would be less than an educated guess. <laughs> so it would be a 100 full out guess. So therefore, if I'm guessing and forced to guess, how do you guess against the Patriots? By picking the Rams. No. That's true. <laughs> I don't think the as Barr says, the Rams probably shouldn't even be there based on merit. So I, how can I? I'm not, see, I'm not going to get it revved up again. Oh, I was hoping, but, I was hoping no, to make it happen. But, I was hoping to make but it happen. the Rams have oh, a good defense. The Saints. They have. They, <laughs> Rumor has it their coach is young, Barr. Evan hates this. He's, he's like, I'm so tired of McVeigh. Is this young is the Bloomberg Business of Sports <laughs> Milk Tokes podcast. Oh, 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 I messed it up. Come on, man. Just say it. Say, say what? It. Say who you you gave the. I said. I said of, Patriots. I you, said Patriots. You took eight minutes to. to Patriots going to. Medina's giving me the Phil Times. No, she's not really. But uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Michael Barr along with Scott Sosnick. <laughs> And Evan Milby Williams. We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the COO of the Super Bowl-bound L.A. Rams, Kevin Demoff. Medina's back. Only a dozen. (laughs) You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online where you get your podcasts.